Hey, welcome to the Culturalist Podcast, Conversations with Pam Ross. We have been uh, releasing these podcasts once a month for a little while now, and I cannot thank you enough for commenting, sharing, listening to, and now even watching the Culturalist Podcast. I really, really appreciate you being a part of this and going on this journey with me. And I'm super excited to let you know that we are adding to our menu. Now, most of y'all know I have been a consultant and trainer uh, in the area of leadership and team building for about 20 years, really over 20 years. And so we're going to add a new element to the podcast once a month. It's called Soaring Sessions. I'm going to be doing leadership coaching that will add life and joy and power to your personal leadership, help you elevate your ability to lead. Our first soaring session uh, is on the test of time. And I'm going to give you five ways that you can keep your vision from fading. So check out our very first soaring session and let me know in the comments what you think. Thanks so much. I'm Pam Ross, the culturalist. I love good conversations with interesting people. In this podcast, we use the art of conversation to explore what's happening in culture. Thanks for joining us. Hey, 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 welcome to the Culturalist Podcast Conversations with Pam Ross. I am Pam Ross, and I just wanted to record a little bit of bonus content for you. I had brunch today with our um, podcast producer, Dr. LaToya Wider. She's a brilliant and beautiful young woman, and I'm so honored to have her as a part of my team. And, And I told her one of the things that I've been wanting to do with the podcast is to just record some bonus material, particularly for leaders that are looking to build healthy cultures in your organization, build safe cultures, creative, innovative, bold, faith-filled, family-oriented, whatever the culture is that you're trying to create. Just give you some, a little bit of content to uh, give you some information, some boost, you know, a little bit of boost there so that you can do that. And so today is the very first one. Welcome to the one, very first one. (laughs) And I just want to talk to you about standing the test of time, standing the test of time. We know that um, all of the leadership gurus out there will tell you that a leader's greatest strength, your greatest motivational fuel is vision. And I agree with that. 100%. I agree with that. You know, I am a builder of teams and people, hundreds of teams, thousands of people, galvanizing them around vision, mission, passion, impact, outcomes, all those things, genuine connection, personal development, all those things. And we know that vision is uh, one of the, the greatest tool that any leader can have. But we also know that a dream and a vision does not come to pass immediately. And so you're going to have to somehow create um, a vision that's strong enough to stand the test of time. Uh, Many times, even when we have specific goals, many of you all are on church growth, 
you are on church rebuild, you're on organizational stability, recruiting the right people. You set things before your people to get their attention, get their energy. And sometimes those things that you set before them take more time than you'd like them to take. So how do you have uh, empower your team, not just your vision, because if God gave it to you, it's going to come to pass if you follow him. Um, but how do you have your team to stand the test of time? So uh, I want to give you uh, some reasons why you need to have that. And if you're watching this rather than just listening, you're going to see me tilt my head over to my notes so that that helps me stay on track. But we recognize that time can do several things to your vision. Number one, it can make you double-minded. <laughs> You know, if God says something and you don't see it come to pass and you don't see it come to pass and you feel like you're doing what you need to do and yet you just haven't gotten that breakthrough yet, you're, sometimes your brain can say to you, did God really say that? Uh, kind of reminds us of what happens in Genesis, you know, when the snake said to Eve, did God really say? And so time, you have to watch for that. Time can make you double-minded. The other thing that time can do is time can cause you to change what you want. I wanted this, but it's taking so long. Do I even really still want this? You know, there's a faith pressure and you're you're withstanding the pressure and even the, um, the spiritual muscle of upholding a vision by faith, upholding something by faith, a promise by faith. And so uh, time can cause you sometimes to feel like, do I really want this? It's taking so long. Do I even really want it or do I want it anymore? The next thing time can do is time can make you look for other solutions. Yes, God said it and yes, I want it, but maybe it's just on me. Maybe he's just not going to do it the way I thought he was going to do it. Um, and maybe I need to find another way that's not necessarily a righteous way. <laughs> Now, now, one good thing about not getting a breakthrough, I know it sounds crazy. What good thing is it about not getting a breakthrough? But one good thing about not getting a breakthrough is that it will make you creative. It'll make you look for a different route. Uh, it will cause you to be perhaps very innovative. But I'm thinking about, uh, we know the father of the faith, Abraham, where God told him, you're going to have a baby. And he said to him, you're going to have a baby with Sarah. It was just taking so long to do it God's way that, you know, I'm just going to do it my way. <laughs> so time, time can, number one, cause you to be double-minded. It can cause you to kind of, maybe do I even still want this? Um, it can make you decide that maybe I don't want it God's way. Uh, the fourth thing it can do is it can trigger the sympathy of those around you. Now, this is a biggie. We talked about this today, where if you are standing in faith for something, and um, the people around you see you standing in faith and it's just not happening for you. And so maybe those that because they love you and you're standing for a situation that they can't fix and they can't make happen. And so those around you would kind of convince you to say, you know, we've been waiting a long time and, uh, you know, you've been waiting a long time. Why don't you just do this. Maybe just try to talk you out of it uh, to get them, uh, you know, their sympathy takes over, their empathy takes over. And so they went from standing in faith with you for the outcome to now they're shifting to just getting you out of it. 
helping you. They want to pull you out of faith because they want to pull you out of the faith pressure. doesn't mean you don't love them or they don't love you. It just means that they are, they don't have the equipment. See the voice of God. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? And so one of the things the Lord has said to me is particularly as a leader, he said, do not get upset. Leaders are often upset with their teams because their teams don't have the faith that they have. But your team, God didn't give your team the same information he gave you. God may have called you. He he explained it to you. He gave you the dream, the vision. He gave you the passion and the calling for it. And it is your responsibility to transfer that information to them and call them to it. Activate what's on the inside of them and call them into make space for them to build within what God called you. And so we cannot be frustrated. Well, we can, but we should not be frustrated with people that don't believe when we what we believe because they haven't heard what you heard. And so faith comes by hearing and they just simply haven't heard what you heard. So uh, your loved ones over time can begin to say, you know, you've been waiting a real long time for this. Why don't you just give up? <laughs> you just give up because basically they they want you out from under that pressure. They love you. They want you out from under that pressure. And then the last one is time can make you weary. It can, it can wear you out. I think about how there's a scripture that says, be not weary in well-doing for in due season you're going to reap. And we wouldn't have that instruction not to be weary if we wouldn't be tempted to be weary. So let me give you this quick review. It can make you double-minded. Did God really say that? Maybe I just didn't hear him. <laughs> it can make you uh, want to change your desire. You kind of give up your wills. I don't really want it anymore. I know he said it, but I don't even want that. Never mind, right? Uh, it can make you want to look for other solutions to get it. I still want it, but getting it God's way is taking too long. It can trigger sympathy around you. And so you can almost want to release your faith just to appease those that are around you. And then lastly, it can make you weary. Ooh, child, just tired of it, right? And so here's a solution for you. What do you do when you are, you've been waiting, you've been working, and you just don't have that breakthrough yet? A solution for you is to stand. And we know it, but I want to give you some instructions And like a good teacher, (laughs) I decided to create an acronym. Now, I used to not like acronyms, but I created one just for this particular conversation. And I think it's going to help me. I hope if it helps me, then it will help you because I've got some things before the Lord and I've articulated those things to my team and we're waiting to see it happen. And I feel like we've done what we're supposed to do and we continue to do what we're supposed to do and it hasn't happened yet. So what am I doing? This is what I'm determining to do. And I hope this is what you're determining to do. And I learned a lot of this even from my conversation with Dr. LaToya today. The S in stand is for speech. Watch what is coming out of your mouth. Um, Right now, as I'm recording this, my church is on a no complaining. (laughs) We're not complaining. Uh, Like a no complaining. We're fasting from complaining and murmuring and grumbling. And yesterday I texted my pastor and said, yo, fam, we still not complaining because I got a list of little foxes. that are trying to spoil the vine, trying to spoil the harvest of I've done all the work and now little things are trying to get in the way. He said, hang in there. We're not complaining. So the S stands for watch your speech. Watch what comes out of your mouth. 
Remember that your words have power even when you're in a bad mood and particularly when you are the leader. What you say makes room for others to say it, to feel it, to do it. So even if you say something that's kind of flipping off the cuff, like this ain't never going to happen and whatever, um, go back to your team and say, you know what? I said some things that are not true. And we're going to, we're going to get back, get back, get our hearts and minds back into alignment. So the S in stand is for your speech. The T in stand is for your testimony. When you are, when you are fighting the test of time, standing the test of time, think back. One of the things that can help you stand is to remember, think about the times where you felt like you waited forever and God came through. And if he did it, then he will do it now. Think about the other times where you won. Think about things that you have now that took longer than you wanted them to take, but you got it. And once you're out, you're out. Come on. Once you are out of that season, you're out of that season. And so think about, uh, think about that, your testimony. The A in stand is for attitude. Woo chow. Because I tell you, our world moves so fast that no one is trained to wait well. And by waiting well, I mean really waiting with the right attitude, not being impatient, not getting full of pride. I would even say this, depression, anxiety lurking at your door, trying to take you to a dark place, take you to uh, a hopeless place. But listen, confide in a close friend. Let people know how you're feeling. And remember that testimony and watch your words, but let someone know, man, I'm holding on. I've been believing. I've been working. It hasn't happened yet. I need to be reminded that God is faithful. Can you just sit here with me and remind me that he's faithful? Mm-hmm. So that, that A is for attitude. N is for necessary. Do the necessary things. Whatever is necessary, do that work because you never know. Um, what is going to be the tipping point? If I mean, let me tell you, when I was believing for contracts as, as a consultant and a trainer, I'm believing God to sign contracts. I have to just send a proposal, just send a proposal. It's like, man, that person, I don't know if they're going to sign with me or, you know, you try to count, recount your client's money. How much money do they have? Can they really afford me? Listen, just send the proposal. Just knock, ask, seek, knock, do it, Right. So do the N stands for necessary. Do what is necessary to prepare for the breakthrough. Do what is necessary to receive the breakthrough. This is what's going to help you to stand the test of time. And D is for discernment, discerning the seasons that recognize that even as I'm waiting, God is still working. Discern that I'm not forgotten. I'm not forsaken. Even as I'm waiting, my faith is growing. Discern what's going on in the spirit. Even when you don't see anything happening in the natural, you can still, your faith, your vision, your promise will stand the test of time. If you have discernment, discerning the voices around you, what is coming to lift you, what is coming to drag you, right? Drag you down. Recognize that I have got to stand through this test. And regardless of how long it takes, I'm going to watch my speech. I'm going to remember a testimony. Come on. 
I'm going to watch my attitude, guard my heart with all diligence out of it throw, uh, are flow the issues of life. I'm going to watch my attitude. I'm going to do what is necessary and I'm going to discern the season. Is this the season for it to happen? And if it is, I'll be prepared. It's, I'm discerning that God is operating in the spirit, even when I can't see what he's doing in the natural. I really hope that whatever it is you're believing for, whether you have spoken it out loud to your team, your organization, your church, your business, or whether it's over your family, we're going to have our new home or we're going to, you're going to graduate or whatever it takes, whatever you're believing for that you will be able to stand the test of time. Let me give you this last little scripture and then I'm out of here. It's been about 15 minutes. Romans five and two. Um, it says through him, we also have access through Jesus. We have access by faith into his remarkable state of grace come on, not in our own works, but we're going to get our breakthrough through grace, that we firmly and safely and securely stand. Then it says, let us rejoice in our hope with confidence assurance. Come on, confident assurance. It's going to happen. And experiencing and enjoying the glory of our great God, the manifestation of his excellence and power. That word stand in Ephesians 5 and 2 um, me is translated into a Greek word that is histemi, H-I-S-T-E-M-I. And that word in this context, it means we're going to continue, we're going to endure, we're going to persevere, we're going to persist. We're going to continue, we're going to endure, we're going to persist. Hey, I love you. Thank you for joining me for this brief conversation with you. This has been the Culturalist Podcast Conversations with Pam Ross. And today we just had a quick chat about how to have a vision that stands the test of time, how to have goals and missions within your organization that stand the test. And I pray that you, the leader, can go get out in front of your people and teach them how to do exactly that. Thanks for listening. Have a great, great week. Hey, thanks so much for being a part of the Culturalist Podcast today. We hope that we brought joy to your life and your leadership. If you like this episode, please like it. If you have something to say, please comment. And if you have a friend, please share it. Don't forget, you can follow the Culturalist Podcast on Instagram and slide into our DMs and let us know what you think. Because, hey, always remember, you create the culture. The Culturalist Podcast is brought to you by Inspire Training and Consulting. Our producer is Dr. LaToya Wider. Our editor is Miss Nia Ross. You can go to pamross.com for all things Pam Ross. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next month. Catch me on social media at PR the Builder. Visit me online at pamross.com. Catch you next time.